That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot, man. It's coming on, I think, I think it's coming up on two years of recording. Well, not yet, but probably like it's been over a year and a half. It's amazing, and it's not because of anything we did. It's because of all of yous out there, and we appreciate <laughs> yous. We appreciate the yous. The two We appreciate yous. Yeah, man. Thank you guys so much for allowing us to have this platform. And big night. For allowing us to to create this this beautiful show that and you, especially Hurley, uh, Hurley, yeah, man, hey, <laughs> Hurley My guy, you puts this de- all together, dealing with us be- being late or one of us being late. Uh, I'm not, but but let's be honest, I'm particularly not late. <laughs> I'm allowed to. I don't yeah. make it a, a conscious thing to be late. I'm I'm very aware of other people's time and their value of their time. So I try, if I, if I have to be somewhere at 1 o'clock, I'm late if I show up at 1. I always show up, even for my gigs. Yeah, you're always early for those. I try, man. You it's out try. of respect to other people's times because I know my time is precious for myself, so I have to pass that along to, Very true. Uh, to others. Very true. But, yeah, thank you, Hurley, for always. Uh, what a long bummer chat that was, huh? Oh, stop. Time is priceless. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes, that's the only thing me and Jeff Bezos have in common. Bezos? Bezos, yeah, whatever that guy's name is. Why? What's he say? I mean, you could have all the money in the world, but him and I had the same amount of time. In a day? In a year, in a month. <laughs> wow. Deep So that puts me on the Jason same level Smith. as Jeff Bezos. Bezos? Yeah, Bezos. You say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> Come on. We all know I'm the king of just saying things the wrong way, and I'm, I'm accepting that. But I tried to learn to say it the right way. It's not like I stay ignorant to it. True. So a lot of things last week, by the way. A lot of things have, have, have happened. Well, since I think it's been two weeks. So Three. Wow, three weeks. So we yeah. had the Thanksgiving break. Well, it was only three weeks because we the the short week of Thanksgiving kind of put us in. Right, like so we a, had Thanksgiving yeah. week. You had a birthday. I definitely had a birthday. A wedding. A wedding, yep. Not yours. Not mine. That I know of. And what else did we you have uh, recently? <sighs> a lot of traveling. A lot of traveling, yeah. We so how you, was that wedding? It was one of your friends. Yeah, one of our was, friends, uh, one of our guests, one of our guests. Yeah, it was a uh, very intimate and uh, very emotional because there's only like ten people there, so wow. it was so organic and like so real, and it was a beautiful to see that relationship flourish over the years and, and blossom the way it did was, uh, and to see it come full circle is just amazing, and like it gives hope 
to other people that have situations like that that have relationships that are tough sometimes that love conquers all man and that's the truth and everything so as a wedding like that i don't know if we want to say who it was recently but musician wedding like that small intimate wedding oh my god <laughs> can i just tell you like it it like it's it was like being a musician's wedding like you know the songs in the wedding songs were just like yeah who played the music our good friend of ours joseph was djing or no he wasn't djing he was performing so oh, wow the theme song of the wedding was international players anthem that's I amazing you babe that's what they walked on that's too. amazing it was fucking dope so then they played a video because a lot of people couldn't be there and like bun b was on the video and all these like you know oh that's stars super dope the video and it was cool and uh it was just so beautiful uh my friend joseph did a a, a rendition of uh a frank ocean song and it was he hit that note because i can't get the tongue yeah. and then we we're like everybody just like i mean there's like 12 of us at his yeah. wedding looking at this dude like is he gonna do it is yeah. he gonna hit this note <laughs> that's awesome and it was just like it was every the the music so my friend that got married he had to dance with the bride's uh mother and he and he danced to an acoustic version that my friend joseph also performed of simple man Oh, that's I a Leonard good one. Skinner. That's like, pretty awesome. The song selections for this wedding were just like hard to top. Like I've already started like a list of like when that day comes for me. Right. That was he he hit some of those. So it was dope. And to hear those songs that are intimate like that. Like I never thought of Simple Man like of the song that you would dance to somebody's, you know, your mother-in-law with. Right, and right, it was right. like, it's telling a story about how this man changed and how love, and like, it, when you hear it, you just don't understand that it has like that, those dimensions to it. It's cool. Yeah, I always wonder what like DJs have for their weddings. Yeah. I guess you know, it'd be a band or. I yeah. think one of the cool things, our or, good friend Otto, yes. shout out to Otto, he had, uh, fuck, who was it? Oh my god, it was on the tip of my tongue. Oh, uh, Black Moon. Um he had uh I Khalib? No, he had I mean, Black Moon. He had uh DJ um I am having a brain fart. Sorry guys. The DJ from Black Moon DJed his wedding. Um not Buckwild. What was his name? Um uh uh yeah. But that was pretty cool. I think I would like to have a band slash dj do mine hurley what are you doing you doing dj you gonna have a rave dj yeah i don't know chuck chill out no no he was the producer of uh you do dj hurley i don't like i don't know it's definitely a bias but i feel like evil d i don't like yes evil uh, d shout out evil d sorry man i'm 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 got a lot going not on. Not much of a cover band fan. Yeah. No, no, I totally it's like agree. I would with just kind of rather the original song, you know. But this guy, my friend Joseph, was so good, like unbelievable. So what he was doing was, I noticed he has the whole. You would appreciate this, who Hurley? He has his whole wedding list of songs in Ableton. Oh, okay. So he takes the stems and recreates them. Hits the cue in in Ableton and plays along. Oh, with gotcha. It. See, and 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 you said that those were like unique songs too. I think my 
like basis of cover bands is like the you know you have you listen to the same right 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 to do it yeah yeah no no you're doing like september by earth wind and fire it was none of that like like the theme song was international players anthem that's pretty awesome like it was like it was like so perfect because you know it was just it was it was lovely and i'm i'm so grateful that they had me be a part of that and and it was just a very emotional day because it was also like so real it wasn't like fake really like oh i gotta go talk to aunt jane like right, oh, right. hater but then you act fake you know what i mean it was just very genuine and real and to see love like on that platform and that level is just like inspirational that's pretty dope and now your birthday how was your birthday party or did you have many birthday parties or well, club birthday party DJ i didn't birthday have party. any birthday parties not one. Oh, but you DJ'd for your birthday. I ended up DJing for my birthday. I hit up uh, James Wang. Shout out James Wang. Shout out everybody at Sapphires, DJ Marty Play, LB1, Richie Romero, Bora, uh, Jonas, everybody over there. They're, they're awesome. I hit uh, James up and I, a couple weeks ago because I was like, oh, what am I going to do for my birthday? Maybe there's a dope party on Sunday. You know, right. Maybe I'll go to New York and uh i'll go home and visit and and uh go out sunday night because they always have a big artist perform on sundays so basically there's not much going on in new york on sundays except for bounce bounce is like the daytime there's a lot of brunches but at yeah, nighttime time. there's nothing n- the only the p- biggest party in the city is pretty much sapphires and they they've been doing it for years it's called sin sundays and, and it's uh, they've had me a service bunch of industry night it's great they put the dj booth on stage and and uh I asked James, I was like, hey, what do you got? What do you guys have booked for the 27th? It's my birthday. I'm thinking about just coming down, hanging out. Dead air, right? Two weeks later, he's like, uh, you're good. I go, good for what? He's like, to, to work. I was like, oh, I wasn't trying to work, dude. I was just asking, like, right, right. if you guys had some big artist that I'd be interested in, I'll drive down, get a table, and like, I'll bring people out. And he was like, no, you're good to work. That's so dope. like three days before the, the night, they're like, "We got Flowrider coming in." I gotta admit, Flowrider is really not my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. But I respect what he does and what he did. You know, he's made a lot of money. Come to find out, he's one of the nicest dudes in the world. Super nice guy. I've met him a few times. Super nice. So guy. nice, yeah, dude. Yeah, great guy. It was so. It was a pleasure to work with him. I had to actually. He's de- a big dude. He's too. a big dude. Yeah, I had a DJ for him, and. uh before he walked in, Jonas comes up to me and he goes, he's one of the head VIP hosts over there. He's like, dude, you have to say Flavor Flav in the mic. I go, and Jonas is like one of those dudes that will like set you up to get you in trouble, like right, joking right. around kind of yeah. way. So I'm looking at him like, nah, dog, I ain't doing that. Like yeah. I didn't know, I didn't, I thought he was like getting me to like break one of his VIP tables, like uh, yeah. guest balls or something. Right, I was like, right. I don't want to say something that's going to offend somebody. And he's like, if you don't say Flavor Flav in this mic, you're fired. And I was like, all right, man, you better find another DJ. You know what yeah. I mean? And he's like, no, seriously, Flav's here. And I was like, oh, that's all you had to tell me, dude. So I <laughs> dropped the music out and I go, Flavor Flav. And he fucking like shot, like he you know, so shows dope. me love. So Flow Rider was performing and it was cool. And all of a sudden, uh, uh, Flavor Flav gets on stage and he's like, you know, giving a, a flow rider some blessings and saying how, you know, great he is and all this other stuff. And he was about to hand the mic over to fucking back to flow rider to go to the next song. Right. As he's handing the mic, I go, this is it. 
I go, I don't give a fuck if I get fired. This right. is going to happen right now. I drop, yeah, boy. <laughs> and it goes into 911's a joke. So he's like, get up, get, get, get down. 911's so a joke amazing. to your town. He did like the two, you know, two verses and, and I mean, two chorus and a verse. And it was like, it was awesome. He started doing the dancing shit where he's like, that's you know, unbelievable. And then, uh, Flow Rider was so nice. Somebody told him it was my birthday. So at the end, he went up to Flowrider. I mean, Flowrider went up to uh, Flav and, and whispered in his ear, and he's like, "Yo, I want to shout Jason Smith for his birthday. He's holding it down tonight." It was really dope. It was a it was a great surprise, man. It was that awesome. the first time you met Flav? I've never even been in the same vicinity as Flav. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know, know Flav. Hang, yeah, I could, I could see Flav. Hang Dude, he's like seventy years old, bro. I know. And Crazy. he was just, and I was like, "Is he still?" I mean, it's like three thirty. I'm like, "Flav's still here." He's like, "Still there, hanging." Love that. What a G, man. He was so nice, and, and Flow Rider was so nice. So shout out to everybody over at Sins, Sapphire, Sundays, man. You guys are the fucking best, and you guys really know how to treat everybody from your clients to That's the best. The, the, the talent you bring in, and I, I appreciate you guys. That's the best. James is the man. He is the man. James is the man. Very grateful for his friendship. So 50 shows. Pretty 50 crazy. shows, yeah. Pretty crazy. Hurley, how many have you done? You've probably done at least 40, right? Yeah, I feel like probably came in around 10. I don't even know who we had before Hurley. <laughs> probably think, Jesse, Sam. Yeah, Jesse, Kyle. Sam, John. Oh, it would be yeah. a rotating. We used to rotate. Yeah, yeah. We used it's to nice rotate. to have some comfort. Stuck with me. I love it. Well, it could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> Just we kidding. appreciate you, man. And and you, and Hurley does a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you guys are unaware of and we're very appreciative of. And now uh, we have New Year's Eve coming up. We have Christmas coming up. Oh, here's one for here's one for both of you, actually. Yeah, Christmas coming up. Are you incorporating Christmas songs in your DJ set? I'll I I uh yeah. There's there's about three or four that I'll play. Of course, it's the Mariah Carey, but I always make an edit of it. So there's a part where there's the acapella, like after the first verse or the second verse, or whatever. I always leave that open so I can like create a, a a live bootleg of it in a way to make it still relevant but fun at the same time without being dumbed down. And like the other two would be Luda Christmas. Whoa, that's good. Run DMC is awesome. Yeah. And I believe I also sometimes play the Curtis Blow Christmas one. Hurley, what about you? Are you incorporating it? I mean, I would probably do Mariah Carey. Of course, it's but like I don't a really given, like yeah. doing yeah. playing uh, songs specifically to ho- for holidays. I don't even think I really did any for Halloween. I did I do any for Halloween? I don't know. I, I just made a think bootleg it's kind of cheesy sometimes. And I sent to everybody, but I didn't really do it. Now, do you think it's even worse that than playing them? Well, I think Mariah Carey song is all right. I mean, but do you think that every single? I know, but do you think every single edit is going to be with Soldier Boy into Mariah Carey? <laughs> no, if everybody's doing something this way, I do it the completely. I know, but it's been done way. for like two years now, and everything. I never played original. it like that. No, yeah. I don't even heard. I don't even when, think I heard that way. When they go, it when just go, transitions you. with you. Yeah. No, no, I used to play it into uh, Paris. Jay Z. Oh, that's why I also hate it when people like I, like ironically play that in like the middle of summer. Oh yeah, like, that's that. Well, I, at least if you play can, it around Christmas time, but well, like 
Is it even worse? Christmas in July, though, does that not count? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, and then New Year's, Hurley, you playing New Year's at all? Yeah, Scorpion Bar. Nice. Sick. Oh, that's right. I saw that. I did see. We already sold some tickets for that. That's, that's amazing. I'm working on uh, something big out of the country. <laughs> uh, Qatar. Are you doing the soccer? No. That. Is this still going on? I've been watching that stuff though. That's been yes. fascinating, dude. I didn't know I liked football. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is still going on. Um, Wait, did USA win Tuesday? Yesterday they won. Yeah, that's and awesome. They advanced One to time, the round of knockouts. I was watching that Canada Canada team. They were supposedly like they haven't been in the World Cup since like 1986. And they came out in the first minute and scored like a goal. It was pretty exciting. It was just exciting. It's an exciting thing, and, and it's I think it's great for the world. It is. It is. It It is pretty exciting to see, especially, you know, around, like, actually where I live and around, like, East Boston and Chelsea with this huge, like, Oh, Brazilian yeah, it's and, nice. Yeah. It's nice. You can feel the like, love. Like, people, yeah. like, take off work and just yeah. go, like, that's all they're about. It's like pretty in Astoria, good, yeah. when the when Greece plays, like they go nuts. It's like uh, kind of like the Super Bowl, your team of the Super Bowl, like every day. It's pretty cool. Once in a while, if Greece is playing and something big, and I don't realize, like you know, the tournament's going on. I'll hear like all of a sudden, walk, walk, walk. The whole neighborhood's like making noise. People are outside, like. Hitting their banging yeah. like pots and shit. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I'm like, oh, Greece must have just. Played. What's all this banging on the? It's time to make a beat. Let's go. <laughs> Speaking of beats, yeah, we'll segment into this and some of the you know love, great love, uh, love a good segue. Great, you know, topics that we've talked about. You know, at least you know fifty, a hundred topics that we've talked about in you know pertaining to music, DJing. You know, some promoting and things like that. And I, and a lot, I like how a lot of it just comes organically within conversation. Yes, like that's why we started doing this and how it came about. And you know, we've talked about how, you know, most of it's you know, musically. But we, Jason, talk about was talking about with my boy Mike as well. A couple of different talk topics came up about about music and how the direction of music goes. We talk about it all the time. It's 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 a it's a it's a it's one of those conversations that has no ending. And will never end and we'll never no, know the answer. And that's beautiful. But one big one that, that we started talking about well two big ones. One was uh obviously the evolution of M T V and if M T V really yeah, changed we spoke how about music, that yesterday. music yeah. would be. And the others that we talked about was longevity of artists. Artists not only the longevity of artists, but artists that have, you know, passed away or, you know, uh, quit the music before or just at their peak. And we never saw as many bands happen, you know, the decline or an album that didn't chart or an album that yeah. didn't or a new direction of music and things or like they, that. Or themselves as an artist changed direction yeah. in, in their their music style right mm -hmm. so some of the things that we talked about in, in, in this what it what would biggie's next albums a sound like i i tell you what it wouldn't sound like the last single they put out what was the last single they put out it, exactly i thought it was going to be so big it was a, a biggie record that had like a afro beats beat to it oh yeah 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 and that, it didn't, no but didn't see that's like only that's yeah that's because, that's that's the post that's the post-mortem post is that the right word 
not post Malone, but um, <laughs> it's yeah that that's just like extra, you know, recordings that they have that they do laying use, around, yeah, yeah. yeah, laying around. They just yeah. make it into a new song. But I'm saying if Biggie had the had the direction he was he was going to, would his new direction sound like the new stuff that was coming out? Would he would he stay in his Biggie lane with the samples of old songs? Would he, you know, create a uh, a new sound? Would his would his sound fall off because that sound wasn't popular at the time? Well, a good example of that is somebody that's doing it right now at this moment. Who's that? Two weeks ago with Nas's new album, right? He teamed up with Hip Boy, and that 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 album's pretty good. I don't know if the younger generation's paying attention to it, but. You know. I actually think he's probably the best example of that, that he's really never went with the new wave of sound, yeah. kind of stuck in his own lane, but has become, it's still popular. There's never been a Nas album that's like, oh, that, that album was terrible. It's a Nas album, so it's great lyrically. I think Nas says it on his on this album. He was like, y'all always made fun of me for picking the wrong beats. And I think there's some truth to that. You know what I mean? I, I like Nas's first album, Illmatic, was just a masterpiece. And I don't think any album he put on after that actually was even close to that. He had singles, yeah. Right. But nothing that had that gravitas, if that's the right word I'm looking for. But like Static. Grandiosity. Yeah. Like Static Selected did Bastard Child with Notorious B.I.G., right? Shout out Static. And uh, that is the sound that I think Biggie would have had and, and stayed in that lane. You know, an, another thing about that, too, is like EDM music. Like Hurley can attest to this. Um, there was some sounds in the early 2000s that if I played that David Guetta song now, it just wouldn't translate because that synth is not popular anymore. So what what we're having to do is those lyrics to those songs are still big. Like, damn, you sexy girl. Like, I can't play the original because that sound isn't really relevant anymore. Right. So I have to make my own bootleg or do a edit live. But the lyrics and the energy of that music still there. It's just, it, it just, that sound isn't there. Do you understand what I'm saying, Hurley? Yeah, I think so. Like Cascade, you could see Cascade today and he's still playing songs he did 10, 15 years ago. Mm hmm. But they're still relevant because he changes, he makes his own bootlegs for those lyrics right, right. to stay relevant. And it's amazing. Yeah, I think Nas, yeah, that is a great example. I always wonder I what. Just wanted, the, I apologize. Yeah. I just wanted to stick an EDM thing in there because no, I, I feel like I, it's like. No, the I agree on that too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that. that's, I mean, but doesn't Cascade or maybe it's somebody else? No, it's Eric Priz has like a different alias because you know he has well cascade kind of does it's a different party it's called redux or redo which one is a redux redux yeah well all right think for example Avicii went for a different sound towards the end of his career almost like a country like edm stylish which was cool and it wasn't really my so thing, i wonder what his yeah. new sound would have been if he kept going and stuff like that yeah, yeah i would i would love i think biggie still is the greatest lyricist of are ever i would love to hear oh he he made up stories he talked about like his suicidal thoughts he talked about yeah it's pretty like, yeah, it's pretty really insane. intense stuff the 
I've had this discussion with a lot of you guys too, and I think I've said it on the podcast before. A lot of the music that's coming out now is soulless, and I always say that I appreciate Drake because he's vulnerable on a record. I right. want to hear music that I can relate to, but that doesn't mean everybody does. I know everybody doesn't want to hear that. You know what I mean? That's cool. You want to hear Munch? Awesome. Right. But you're not getting any anything. Munch is a dope record. But it is where it it is where it is. But do people want to go to the club and hear Munch? Because or do people want to go feel something in the club? I I really want them to feel something, but that's not, I I can't expect that from everybody. No way. No, no way. way. No way. They're not going there to. They're coming to sing the dirtiest lyrics and just have, listen. Try to have the dopest time with drinking and hearing the beats and not. They're not feeling that. In a big room, though, you can. I try to do that in a big room. Yeah, I agree on that. I mean, I think like something like... It's the environment. I know sometimes I go to a, ven I mean, a venue and I know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And I know what to give them. And then there's other environments where I'm like, I'm going to take these people on a journey. Right, where right. Where I don't want them to stare at me and look at me. Interact with each other. I want to be your catalyst to you guys having a connection to you feeling something. I want to be the catalyst that makes you forget about your shitty ass day. Right. And just for five seconds, have fun. Don't look at me. Look at each other. Mingle, you know. And then we, you know, and then we touched on two is, so now that I think there's three parts of it, of, of, of that. So there's the song that goes to the club. Yeah. There's a song that you really listen to for the lyrics and yep. for the soul. And then there's the, the song that goes along with the video. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, here's a good example of that, though. Eminem, right? Eminem would always have one cheesy, corny song that he could put on MTV to get, you know, radio play. Right, right. And the whole album would be totally opposite of that. That's true. It was yeah. very smart. Now, Jeff, speaking about something we talked about last night that I came up with after watching the 2022 uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions was uh, um, a band called Duran Duran. And uh, they were huge in the early 80s as MTV was coming out. And a lot of those bands like that have always um, like shouted out MTV for making... MTV made a lot of people's careers. Oh, absolutely. So the discussion that Jeff and I brought up last night was, do you think that a lot of artists had longevity or had a career because not because their song was good, but because they looked good on MTV or their video was good. So that had to change the dynamics of music because now you're having artists that aren't really putting out great music, but they're putting out great content right. and that's shifting radio. Cause radio has to follow MTV now. And the, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was listening to the story about guns and roses and they put out, uh, their first song was, uh, um, Welcome to the jungle. Right. So yep. they had patient. They had lies, lies, lies out. That was at, after appetite for destruction. No, for no lies, lies, lies was first. Really? I'm pretty pot. Maybe not. No appetite right. was first. Then lies, 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 because that was an EP. It only had like eight songs on it. So the guy went. There was on Geffen Records, and the guy went yeah, up to yeah. David Geffen and said, "We need their song, Welcome to the Jungle, played on MTV." That's all I need for them because they're going to be the greatest band. But if we don't get them on MTV, they're going to be nothing. Yeah. So David Geffen says, fine. He calls MTV. They play it Sunday night at like 4 a.m. New York time and 1 a.m. 
like uh, LA time. So the guys like they're only gonna play it once. So the guys <laughs> like this is like the worst time slot ever. Yeah, blah yeah. blah blah. They play like the song. Bangers ball time slot, right? Yeah. Like midnight. <laughs> but this is like four a.m. So anyway, so Sunday night too. So it's like basically Ugh, Monday nobody's morning. There. Yeah, 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 nobody's yeah. there. So they play the song and. The guy wakes up, the A&R guy uh, for Gunderers, wake up the next day, and he has all these uh, messages on his phone. He wakes up, I guess, they had, like, the biggest response at four in the morning ever for um, for Guns N' Roses. Wow. And that transformed, just that one song at four in the morning transformed Guns N' Roses to... To a holy crowd. Uh, I mean, to being one of the greatest rock yeah. bands in history. Yeah. So, uh, 87 was uh, Appetite, and 88 was Lies. Lies. So, I think the first album, was, then, if I'm not mistaken, was a live version, but it wasn't really live. Yeah. I forget what it was called, but... Yeah, uh, Slash is uh, 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 one of my favorites ever. I mean, I've seen Guns N' Roses like 10 times. Oh, I still haven't seen that. Yeah, Metallica's coming back. I want to see Metallica. I haven't seen Metallica. Uh, wait, who did I want to see recently? Oh, I forgot who it was. Blink-182 with Turnstile. I would like to talk about... We have to. I'd like to know some more information about this Ticketmaster thing that's going on between... Uh, with the... Blink one they tried to do a new ticketing thing and it was between like that. I guess it was like I don't know, it's something weird. People weren't happy with the Blink one eighty two prices and they were definitely not happy with Taylor Swift. Taylor Price. Swift. Yeah. I think she canceled the whole tour. No, she didn't. She, I didn't think so. But no. I think they said something. They canceled all the orders or something. Yeah. Something that very yeah. interesting. But I think that's all Metallica like, Metallica did that like a while ago. They had fighting against Ticketmaster and Well then, Pearl Jam took them to court. That's what it was. Pearl Jam, Pearl sorry. Jam. And Ticket and Metallica was against Napster or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Lars hated Hated Napster. That's right. Yeah, that was a big deal. Huge deal. Pearl Jam took Ticketmaster like Supreme Court. Yeah, crazy. Know who else did too? It was Lollapalooza because they wanted to do their own ticketing because they felt like Ticketmaster was a, 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 a monopoly. And it basically is. It's pretty crazy, yeah, how they do it. Yeah, it's brilliant. So we'll, we'll do the 50th. 50. With ending it with. The famous Hurley's Hurdles. Is this gonna be a challenging one or what? I know now it's now it's one on one. Yeah, it's one on one. Where's Braun on a on a sabbatical? (laughs) Braun's on sabbatical. (laughs) (laughs) He is. I mean no offense to Braun, but not really like he uh, (laughs) contributed much. He had it down. He had a couple. Yeah, he, he, he Yeah, I'm just mad. Bron's on here because I beat Bron every time. <laughs> it's beating Jason now. That's the hard part. I know. Just change it to beating Jason. No, I'm really not that good at this shit. And know what the worst part is? Let's let's do this real quick. Let's clarify it. Like yo, Hurley and I will be talking in a club or something. Not a Hurley, but it's just this conversation. And I'll be like, Yo, you know this song? And it's like poof, gone like <laughs> dust in the air, like. It happens when I'm DJing too. Like, shout out to Big Ben. Big Ben, DJ Big Ben from New yeah. York City is like one of my close friends and, and one of the illest underrated DJs there is. Like, the greatest DJ to me. This kid used to fucking play with Serato with no crates. Everything he would type in every song that he, he knew. Like, I couldn't type in, like, a, I can't type in anything. <laughs> like, is your spelling good? 
it's getting better. I'm starting to. <laughs> I'm really working on starting to read, and it's like helped that. my vocabulary well, yeah, yeah. a lot too. The annoying yeah. part is when songs have like apostrophes in them. Oh, like, like Cameron a, is like C A M dash R O N, uh, not dash, but like apostrophe. Yeah, apostrophe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. got me, dog. <laughs> all right, but all right, like I have them spelled both ways in there, so yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. I'll type in yeah. in one way and it doesn't sound. So know what? Thank you, Hurley. I guess I gotta go home and change all my cameras, and I try to take like run d dot m dot c out, so it's mm. just run dmc. Yeah, I try. You have to keep all that shit. Yeah. Look, looking, uh, you know, organized, or else you're fudged up. Okay, ready? I'll ready. do five songs. Five, five songs. Best out of five. We won't have a tie. Oh, that's oh. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Do you know the song? I felt like Jeff knew it. For, well, uh, it doesn't count. Um, Can't stop. There we go. <laughs> One nothing. Two nothing. But two that nothing. wasn't. It wasn't fair because. I didn't. I didn't know if Jeff had it. I didn't have that. Okay. I, I know it's right out Jeff, but I couldn't think. Oh, of the song can't now. work. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yep. Dido. Ooh, nope. that was a good guess, though. It's a pop song. Nope. No. All right, let's go. <gasps> Is it? Give me two more seconds, early. I know what it is. Uh, gangster. It's good to be a gangster. Yeah. Oh. I knew, do you want to know what's so funny? When you, boys. Yeah, I don't. By the Ghetto Boys, right? Mm -hmm. When he played that first, like, in a, I it cl after I said it was a pop record, you said no. I was like, oh, my God, I know what it is. But I couldn't tell you because I don't really know the original title. Say the title again. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Yeah. Oh, man. I should wow. Wow. Shout out Scarface. Oh, oh man. Rest in peace, Bushwick. Bill. Okay. Oh. Next up. Yeah. Alright. That's a very famous riff. Is it too. Lear? Nope. What's Lear? Oasis. Oh come on! Oh. <laughs> they have they have a very very famous song specifically for white people, <laughs> but it's their other song. Uh, is it Nickelback? <laughs> no, no, it's uh. Why am I drawing a blank? Do you know what keeps coming to my head? Is that game? Offspring? No. Nope. Damn it. Oh, Mr. Brightside. I mean, now uh, it's Killers. Yeah. Human. When you were young. When you were young. Yeah. Wow. Killers. When you were young. That was actually Hurley. That song is unbelievable. I Beautiful like it better song. than Mr. Brightside. I do too, man. I'm to go listen to it. Like that other Oasis Champagne Supernova song is like Champagne it. Supernova. Would you say Supernova? Would you say Supernova? Supernova. Sorry, I'm Champ Champagne Supernova. <laughs> Supernova. Supernova. <laughs> okay, let's see. Is this number five? I get uh, it from my mom. Four. I get that from my mom. We we speak. Our thoughts are going faster, and our mouths are moving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Take it or leave it. It's it's my special gift to the world. Come on, Jeff. I'm going to give you this one. Uh, Eminem. Cry me a river. Oh no 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 no! no. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. Why, um, because I played it at the strip club on Saturday. And that shit went off, bro. Uh, how did I not get that one? I'm terrible today. <laughs> All right, it's not Tuesday, so we'll you're not Jason terrible. Sweeps. Oh, <laughs> Uncle Cracker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jeff. One time, Jeff. <laughs> yes. Yeah, get a round of applause. Uh, let me try to think of the song though, Uncle I just let it play early. Yeah. <laughs> so good. He was his DJ, right? You don't know how yeah, you Yeah, he was uh, Kid Rock's DJ. Wow, how much auto-tunes on that? Around and yeah. Is there auto-tune on that? You know Probably a little bit. Oh my god, yes. You free. And so good. Your veins like a fish in the sea. Ready? Singing, follow me. Yeah. Wow. wow. So me. good. Uncle Cracker. Shut him on Uncle Cracker. Yo, I want to take that acapella and put it over some like boom bap shit. It's probably already like, a real, like a re-drum of it would sound awesome. I like like the Uncle Cracker stuff. I love like uh, who was the other Bubba Sparks stuff. Oh, yeah. It yeah. Bubba little... Sparks was pretty dope too, yeah. man. So good. Besides just booty, 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 he had a couple. Oh, of he had way know. more than booty, booty, booty. Wait, what was that song he had with Jada Kiss? Ooh, uh, he had. I mean, it was all like Missy. It was all Timberland like beats. Yeah, Timberland was amazing. Man, he's not a very nice person, but he's <laughs> definitely a creative. And he had a staple, like he had his own sound. Man, who what was I? Who was that? I was just talking Uncle about Uncle Cracker. I mean, uh, um, Bubba Sparks. Oh yeah, the Bubba Sparks Jada Kiss record. You don't know that one? I mean, he had. I think um, Deliverance I, was unbelievable. They ain't ready. Deliverance was what? They ain't ready. Was that sound? It goes. What about, what about ugly? Ugly. Ugly was dope too. That beat was. Do you know who Bubba Sparks is? Really? I don't know. <sighs> they ain't ready with Jada Kiss and Bubba Sparks was my shit. I think uh, that's it. <laughs> that's such a Timberland shit, yo. Yeah. Take it from it's a cool beat. It's a cool beat, right? He was definitely a talented man. He shaped music for sure. Definitely. Well, once again, 50 episodes. 50, down. yo. Thank you guys yeah. so much, man. Sure. One time, man, for yourselves. Um. Oh, there's a new Instagram out, too. Not just I'm the promoter. He's a DJ. Follow that. Oh, yeah, but some funny stuff up. that has to do with clubs. It's called Crazy Club Signs. Some funny marquee signs. So from it's the- at what? Crazy club signs. Check it out. There's some hilarious signs from the club. And feel free to send your own crazy club signs you see yes, out in the clubs. But follow us at I'm the promoter. He's the DJ. Follow Hurley at Hurley Music. Follow Jason at Jason Smith Music. And I am Jeff, Jeff London, London underscore, underscore motherfucker. Thank you. Yeah. Jeff London, DJ Jason Smith. Here come the pain.